Ladies and gentlemen, you're about to experience the Gut Check Project, talking science, health, and innovation that you can actually use. But this isn't just another health show. No, no. We're here to have fun and make your time enjoyable. And you like to have fun, right? Well, while you're enjoying yourself, know that even though the GCP covers some health topics with healthcare pros, we are not your doctors. So use our show to entertain your mind and not for medical advice. And now, here are your hosts of the Gut Check Project, Dr. Ken Brown and Eric Rieger. KBMD Health Family and Gut Check Project fans, we've got a brand new studio. I'm Eric Rieger, and this is my awesome co-host, Dr. Kenneth Brown. And it even says it on the sign. Right there. So we took a little bit of a break to do a whole new studio. We rebuilt a whole new studio because we were getting lots of great feedback, and we realized that we had a lot of guests that were asking to come on. And... Eric and I were talking. We're like, you know what? Let's make this. Let's take this a little more serious. Let's see what's going on, and we're gonna tell you a story about the sign. Yeah, a little sign story. Sign story. We redid the whole studio. We've got sound barriers. We're actually taking it kind of serious now, and so uh, this is gonna be really exciting. So we're kind of relaunching the Gut Check Project with episode number sixty-nine. Number sixty-nine. This is episode number sixty-nine. We're relaunching Gut Check Project. We've got uh, lots of really cool things going on. We put it a little bit on pause because we're so many cool things were happening. We're like, let's restart, refresh, and just come in with all these great ideas. So welcome back. One of the greatest things that we can see right off the bat is my co-host, Eric Rieger, dressed up for it. Oh, my gosh. I have a colored shirt. <laughs> I don't have any random T-shirts. Uh, our internal advisor... Let us know that maybe we should shed uh, the constant wearing of T-shirts, which was sad for me, but I bought a, I bought a collared shirt. Which I realized that me wearing a, a scrub top, I'm, I'm dressing down now. So Eric's trying to show me up. And maybe every episode, this could just progressively, one of us will try and outdo each other till we're eventually doing like a Step Brothers. We're both wearing tuxedos. <laughs> yeah. I, tuxedo T-shirts. Maybe that'll come off. Maybe, maybe that will okay. work. Yeah. So, honestly, the hiatus was longer than we anticipated. So, when we first started this project, we thought we would be off for maybe five weeks. And I don't know if everyone else has heard, there are things called shipping delays around the world. And apparently that played into a key part of, uh, well, really, how long it took just to get this stinking sign. So, this sign. All right. So let's tell a little backstory on the sign because, um, first of all, thank you to Signorama around the corner for coming in and saving the day. A local sign-making company, I actually asked him to come on the show and tell the story, and he said, hey, it's not much for cameras, and I totally, <laughs> totally respect that. But this is, uh, this is pretty funny. Let's go ahead and describe how we started to even develop this kick-ass sign. Oh, yeah, so huge props to Drew Parker, who has been our basically brand ambassador for keeping the images, the detail, a huge detail oriented guy, everything that we do that we have for graphics, both for Autron Teal and KBMD health. Drew Parker has been there since the very beginning. And he, a long time ago said, you guys need to have a, a better sign and you need to get, you need to get rid of your, 
of your fake brick wall, which I didn't know was fake. Did you know it was fake? I, I never wanted to tell you that. I, sometimes you'd get really mad and almost punch it. And I was like, you're going to hurt yourself. Don't <laughs> yeah. do that. So apparently Drew was able to tell it was also fake. <laughs> and so he, he conceptualized this sign. And then we talked about what would we have it look like. And then we found someone who could make these, these big letters like this. And they weren't stateside. They could do it in a turnaround time fast enough because the material to make the, the letters was hard to come by. So he found someone out of the country, I believe, in Turkey. Turkey. And then... Things went off the rails. <laughs> right away. <laughs> so as it turns out, um, when you really try and save a little money and cut some corners, and then you end up spending about four times as much as you would have, but, you know, lesson learned. Yeah. Le There's a lot of lessons learned. There was a shipping company, we won't name them by name, but that scans things coming from Turkey saying, yeah, it's on the way. And then how long? Two and a half weeks later? They finally decided to actually send it. It reminded me of Seinfeld. Remember when Seinfeld, they said they went to go get the car and they had the reservation for the car. Like, oh, we're sorry. We rented your car. And he's like, but you had a reservation. Like, yeah, we, we had the reservation. He's like, well, that's the hardest part. You, you knew how to take the reservation. You just didn't know how to hold the reservation. So they didn't know how to actually ship no. the actual sign they from a shipping company. They, they took, took the, the order. Sign. Yeah. yeah. It just sat there for a long, long, long time. So then it got stuck in Belgium in uh, customs forever. And Eric finally, then Eric sends me this really cool text. He's like, it's on its way. And I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> this kick-ass sign is going to show up at my office. And then we're going to be able to restart the podcast with this cool sign. Yeah. And then he would text me. He goes, oh, my gosh, it got hung up here, got hung up there. <laughs> and apparently, even when it made, made it to the U.S., it went to like, a, I don't know, 20 different states. It was like doing a... A U.S. tour. It's like, we're going to show... I'm like, Eric, the sign must be so cool that they're just showing it off. Everybody's going, this sign's making its way to Dallas, Texas. Plano, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. We want everybody to see this sign. It's so cool. Well, then there was the day that it arrived in Plano, but apparently the, they put it on the wrong truck and they took it back to their... And then it almost made it. So I'm like, Eric, this <laughs> yeah. has to be the most amazing sign. It said it was going to arrive here. And then they almost brought it to my office and then they turned around because they... Didn't realize that my office was on the second floor instead of the first floor. And so, all right, now we're finally going to get the sign. Eric's like, you have the sign. We have this. And the sign showed up in about, uh, what, like yeah. a one by one by one by one box. Yeah. Not even one. Uh -huh. It was basically a square box about a foot wide and long and about six inches high. And I'm like, this does not bode well. <laughs> And you opened the box, and what did, did you find this this nice sign laid out the way that things like that would be laid out? So as it turns out, our friend in Turkey who promised this sign to us actually <laughs> put every little tiny piece in this thing packed with this big blueprint of how to put the sign together. In other words, it would be like if you ordered a car from Japan. I want a Toyota Camry. And then a box showed up. Yeah. Said, here's your car. With all of the parts. With all of the parts. Put it together. Yeah. And that's what this guy was. So super disappointing because we were waiting forever and ever, and we thought it was a cool sign. We thought that it was making a tour of the whole U.S. And then it just showed up in little tiny pieces. Everything. 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 And then fortunately, Eric saved the day by finding Mr. Sinorama. Yeah, Sinorama and Plano. And uh, they 
took about half of a day and really kind of came up with a strategy on how to put this thing together because these lights, although they are cool and it is backlit, um, I don't know if you know this or not, they make electronics to plug into different kind of plugs in Turkey than they do here. I learned that looking at the plug that we have that yeah. doesn't fit into standard U.S. No. plugs. No, <laughs> there's there's nothing that would plug into around here. And so Sinorama did a fantastic job. They literally just took everything we had in the box. They came up with the idea on how to mount it, how to give us these really cool flat uh, riser pins to put it on the wall. And ultimately they took what could have just turned into, if we had hung these ourselves, it wouldn't be the gut check project. It'd just no. be just a bunch of letters on a wall. That wouldn't light up or they anything. do anything. <laughs> we probably would have been electrocuted or something. <laughs> so you're probably wondering, okay, we get it. It's a sign. Well, it's not just a sign. It's a sign that just took so much time and effort to get that we want to give it its fair due. Yeah. It deserves a U.S. tour. So there it is. Our gut check project sign. So... <laughs> That was a lot of time on the sign, it but was. it's worth it. Damn you know it. What? That was more expensive than our table. <laughs> so we have a new table, and this one was much, 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 much easier. And we got to thank Eric on this one because he sent me a picture. He goes, I have an idea for a table in the studio. And it was a picture in the back of his truck. And it was this table, but it didn't look like this. No, it's a big cable spool that I picked up from uh, the Wise County Co op. <laughs> and we sanded it down and stained it. And, uh, I mean, in a day, we had and a table. So, yeah, so we were able to get a table within a day, sanded, stained, everything right here, and we love it. And that took like six months. Yeah. <laughs> and we actually thought it was going to be the opposite. Yeah. So we love our table. We love our sign. We have a new studio. We are back. And I guess this episode, 69, is sort of a foreshadowing type episode because there's so much stuff that we've been putting off and yeah. what's been going on and people that have been contacting us. And so, well, first of all, what's going on in the, in the Rieger household, everything going cool. Ooh, wow. Four weeks and uh, we're empty nesters. Mac is going to be joining his brother this fall at Texas tech. Uh, he's excited. I'm excited for him. I'm going to miss it. I've shared with so many of y'all, all of the different basketball experiences that we've had much like with you and tennis and your kiddos, I really kind of hate that that's coming to a close. It's been so much fun to watch your kids just work hard and achieve and be around their friends and grow. But uh, super excited for Mac to to get off and and uh, move on with his life. And he, he's excited to do the same. Uh, Gage came home this last weekend to visit. That was great. Um, he's he's doing he's doing awesome. And um, so that's really just the updates. They're getting ready for the summer. So our update that. Eric is very displeased with, but we are very happy about in the family. Say that. <laughs> Actually, um, everybody else in in Texas, Texas apparently is very uh, competitive with their schools and their emotions with their schools because Lucas, my son, <laughs> who's a junior in high school, actually committed to play for University of Texas in Austin. I didn't know they still had a school. <laughs> That's a Texas Tech guy making fun of <laughs> UT. But we're really happy, and it's thrilling that he's committed to school, and he's going to graduate a little early and go there and redshirt his first uh, the first spring season. Very exciting to just say, okay, you're exactly right. Your kids worked so hard to get to this point, and he's going to go play for University of Texas, and this is really exciting. It was uh, you know going around, and he was looking at different schools to decide who he's going to play uh, tennis with, and 
just when something fits, it just kind of fits. I mean, the coaches are great. He's met great coaches. He's met great players, but it just, uh, you know, the, the program just fit him and he feels so good about it and we're excited about it. So Lucas is a top notch kid, young man. He's not a kid anymore. I mean, this guy, your son is embarking upon a whole new era and I, I couldn't be more excited for him to, he found something he's comfortable with. I mean, and that's really what you want for your kids, regardless of what that's going to be. So I'm excited for it. Yeah. So we're, so that's been kind of a big thing and it's, it's just fun to see. And now we're just at the, the next stage. We got to see how mom's going to handle not uh, having, you know, Lucas in the house, but that's a whole separate stage in life. Everybody goes through it or everybody should go through it in a way where your kids get to the point where they move on, but we're just excited. So hook them horns. <laughs> go get him, Lucas. <laughs> um, so right before that this that that we changed the studio i had a guest on and it just it just occurred to me how much fun this was so i had dr tony macaluso on mm. he called me on a sunday and i was like when are you gonna come on the show he's like well, i'll just come over right now and i was like yeah come on over we ended up doing almost a three hour show and it was amazing and i just realized how much fun that my these people in other specialties are, and I realize that my patients need to see this, and people need to see what it's like if you're thinking of getting a hemorrhoidectomy, if you're thinking if you have colon cancer and you're worried about this. We covered all that stuff. We looked at surgeries, and it was so good, and there was so much information that once we decided to redo this, I, I called Tony, and I was like, Tony, you were so good on the show, and you taught so well, and it was funny, and we discussed some off-color stuff that maybe um, would be really fun to have, and we're going to get into this possibly in a different format where maybe there's a subscription so that you could see kind of the the difference of opinions and fun things like that where people are not censored. But he talked about uh, removing foreign objects from people's bottoms to the, through his career, and it, it led to some really funny stories and things <laughs> like that. And so that's when I'm like, Tony, we're going to redo it and we're going to redo it in the new studio yeah. and you're going to be the, the first physician guest. And once he went around and talked to a few other people, then I started bumping into plastic surgeons, gynecologists, dermatologists. They're like, I want to come on and I want to talk about this. And so we're going to do a whole lot of bringing guests on, getting to know them from the medical standpoint. And if you're somebody that's like, wow, I'm, I've always wondered what it, what it would look like to have a bariatric surgery, a gastric bypass. We're gonna get really in detail with that. Not necessarily in the family friendly version, but possibly we can go in a little more detail where we have a few more liberties on different platforms, so. It's really cool that you bring up Macaluso. I can't wait for Tony to come back and do that all over again. And you're right, we'll, we'll I can see on your notes there, we'll get to what that new platform is to get into some deeper stuff. But even more exciting is I think that what we can really launch with, it's not because it's a new studio, it's a new direction for the show. The, the world's changed a lot in the last two years. And back when we first started the show was almost three and a half years ago. So that the mindset's a little bit different. Is it we, been three and a half years? Yeah. Oh, and we were in the Spoonie studio. studio. Oh it's my been a gosh. And so knowing that we've been able to, to spend this kind of time with you, learning how to communicate what you, what it is that we think is of interest to us and y'all. Um, I'm really excited for Macaluso to come back because what we've gotten a lot of feedback on is tell us some inside stuff on what to expect from here or what happens to be the most important story whenever you're dealing with this 
certain type of disease state. And Tony was able to do that. Um, another person we have coming on that uh, would help fit that mold, another physician, Aaron Donaldson, who happens to be uh, Ann and Taylor's relative, Taylor's sister and Ann of uh, Unrefined Bakery. That's right. Yeah. She has, she is actually a part of a group which is revolutionizing the way that people interact with their healthcare. So, for instance, in the last few months or even year and a half, there's been a challenge for patients and physicians on them discovering that certain things may not just be up to them to decide when certain payers or the government happen to be holding the keys on how things are transacted. She's a part of a group that is, some people have termed it like concierge service, but that's not really what it is. It's a private group insurance. It's almost like buying a membership into having healthcare. And believe it or not, that happens to be a large trend where people are discovering that they may actually save money by becoming a member of certain physician sets that they need, whether it's primary care, specialty like gastroenterology. There's just different ways for people to access healthcare, which is more tailored to their needs. And so um, Aaron will be joining us I think relatively soon to come on the show and really kind of go deep, not only on the front facing show like this one, but also on the uh, more hidden, hidden part of our show, which we'll get into. Yeah. So something that we've been doing, uh, Delaney Shu has been helping us, helping oh, yeah. me out or helping us out with our Instagram account because Eric and I are really, really, really bad at social media. And by really bad, we just don't. We're just, yeah, but she's been doing something really fun and we're getting a lot of responses. She'll sit there. I'll show up to work and she'll be like, Hey, we're doing a, um, ask Dr. Brown. I'm like, okay. She goes, okay, these are the questions that I posted. Uh, she said, ask Dr. Brown anything. And people will just ask questions and it's been really fun. Cause I just kind of answer them on the fly and we'll just film them and do that and get back out. Well, we want to do the same thing with this. Yeah. So like, we're going to do the, we're going to have a concierge doctor on the show. And so make sure that you look at the Instagram at KBMD health and you could see what we're going to be doing with that so that you can ask the question so that during the show, when we have these guests on, they can get into that and be like, okay, look, um, you know, Tony, somebody asked how painful is a hemorrhoidectomy? Can you please describe the process? This way we're addressing a lot of the things that people have a lot of questions that possibly you don't have access to a doctor like that. Possibly, you don't, your doctor doesn't have the time to discuss that. We want to address those things and talk about it. And we can do this with any specialty. So we want to interact with everybody out there. If you are watching us on YouTube and you're missing this just kick ass, or if you're not watching us on YouTube and you're missing the kick ass sign, just go ahead and take a quick look on YouTube <laughs> to just see how amazing this sign is. Um, but if you're, if you're following us on iTunes or Spotify or all those others, we'll address these questions. You can still go to the Instagram account and then ask these questions so that we can address these things. So if you're thinking of getting weight loss surgery, hey, I'm thinking of weight loss surgery, we can bring a bariatric surgeon on. Hey, I'm really concerned because even serious stuff, uh, but my father was diagnosed with uh, pancreatic cancer. What does this surgery called a Whipple mean? And we can go through all oh, of yeah. these things. Serious, not serious, fun. I mean, that was the beauty. My aha moment with Tony was, I'm like, wow, this guy deals with cancer and he deals with some really funny stuff. 
um, regarding his field. He's a butt doctor. And he said on the show, he's like, you want to have a really good time? He goes, make sure that you find a colorectal surgeon at a party. He'll tell you the funniest stories. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it was three hours. And I'm like, we're going to break this up and redo this again. It was that good. And probably have him as a regular guest. So uh, that's the thing that we want to interact. It's going to be more of an interaction type thing. A lot of the stuff that you and I have done, it's stuff that I'm interested in or you're interested in. Or we meet some really nice people yeah. like Unrefined Bakery. They came on and I'm like, this is so cool. They came on and we talked about it. But maybe we should start realizing that we have the capability of bringing these experts in. We have the opportunity to share knowledge when I see articles and things like that. That's stuff that we already do, sure. but now we want to be more interactive and we can push those boundaries a little bit, I believe. So one last thing I'd like to mention is we kind of relaunch the show and expand KBMD health. Um, one of the aspects that we started to get, especially it, it's just call it what it is. Once COVID hit, there was just a lot of questions, a lot of questions about different things that people were learning either from the radio, from different podcasts, from television, movies, you name it. People heard it and they wanted to know what do healthcare professionals think of this? And they'd send that to us. So what that's inspired us to do, and soon we should be able to launch it is that through the website, KBMD health will have a submission. Of course, people can sign up at KBMD Health just to get our weekly newsletter or to get the updates about the show whenever we have a new episode or to even suggest a topic. But something that we'd like to be able to do, if you happen to find a clip from a podcast or a YouTube channel or you're able to acquire a clip and, and tell us the, the timestamp that occurred on a particular show, we want you to be able to send it to us or at least send us a way that we can reference and find it. And then each month we'll try to compile some of the videos or clips or sound bites, and then we'll just address them. Sometimes they make a lot of sense. Sometimes they just don't make very much sense. And a lot of that, obviously, for reasonable reasons. Reasonable reasons? Reasonable reasons is good. I like thank, that. Thank you. That sounds ridiculously ri ridiculous. No, it's not ridiculously ridiculous, and it is very reasonable reasoning. That sounds pretty reasonable. Anyhow, what we'll do is we'll address them, but that'll also be on our new Locals channel. So now we've referenced Locals three times. Why don't you kind of talk a little bit about what it is that we're going to launch and why we're doing it? So Locals is just another platform, and it's a platform that kind of grew. You know the history of it better than I do, but it grew out of a necessity that there has been a lot of constraints on different platforms. People will post something and they'll be yanked off. People are getting scared about saying the wrong thing. There's People are not exploring ideas as much. People are starting to be restrained on what they can question. Well, we would still want to have this platform where we have a very unique opportunity and to find science. To say, look, this is, you're asking this question, you even asked this question, you're being yanked off Twitter, you're being yanked off YouTube, go ahead and ask the question, we'll address it on a platform in Locals, bring an expert on that can speak freely, not only their anecdotal evidence, not only the research, but it'll be a very interesting path where we can start tackling some stuff that people don't really or I should say people are scared. I have patients ask me questions all the time in the clinic. I don't want to bring this up. I don't know if I should bring this up. And it's very reasonable. Yeah. And I'll be quite honest, it involves a lot of things. Like ever since I had COVID, I've had this symptom. Can you explain to me, is it in my head? What's going on? We can sit there and talk about that. I do that in my clinic. 
And I'll call people up and be like, hey, we're seeing this. I'll call a neurologist up. I've got somebody here, you know, are you seeing this? And they'll say, yeah, we are seeing this. We're seeing it more now than we did before. Do we have the mechanism? We don't know yet. But then guess what? There's a lot of research out there that is not being explored in the mainstream media. And that's why we want to use this locals platform to say, look, this we're not trying to buck any trends here, but we're going to put stuff out there so that you can make an informed decision about anything you want to make an informed decision about. And here's the data on that. Here's the research stuff that's been published out of Stanford that never made it to the mainstream news stuff that's been published out of other countries, which never makes it over here. And I have the ability to look at that. I have the ability to read these things and kind of do it. I think that this is a great time to start tackling some of these issues because there's a huge movement where people clearly want to learn more. You've got the Andrew Huberman's, the David Sinclair's, the Rhonda Patrick's, which are rock stars right now. And right. what are they doing? They're just explaining stuff. Yeah, They're explaining stuff in a scientific way and being very open about it. <laughs> about what they've experienced, what's going on. And we're going to do the same thing. We're just going to tackle some issues that may be a little bit more out there because they're part of something that they've got large media companies backing them and they have to be a little bit careful. I mean, so. I, and, and more to the point in terms of science, if you were to ask Brett Weinstein six years ago, if he thought he would ever be making money by making videos, talking about subjects which are just of interest to him, he would say no way. And And the crazy thing is, is having to pursue an avenue that we have to declare to you that it's just going to be a forum where we can be open, clear, and honest and be willing to be wrong because long before we got into this construct where people are having to worry about what they say, it was okay to be wrong. If you were interested in science, you almost had to prepare yourself that your hypothesis was more than likely going to have flaws. That's how we've discovered everything from innovations in science and medicine and how we improve upon it is embarking upon all of the information that you have, putting together a hypothesis, trying it, but still finding the flaws along the way so that it can be improved or sometimes it has to be abandoned. And that's okay too. If you're afraid to try though, you won't find anything new. So we don't want to be afraid to try. That's really what it comes. That's down. really comes down to. We don't want to be afraid to try. A, a, a great example. So I just did a webinar last week with uh, Dr. Gabrielle Fundaro, F-U-N-D-A-R-O. She's a PhD. She has a doctorate in microbiology. She asked me to do her webinar, and I got caught a little off guard uh, because I wanted her to come on the podcast. She said I'd love to, and then of course we got delayed by this amazing sign. <laughs> and then um, she's like, "Well, while we're waiting, why don't you come on my webinar?" And I was like, "Yeah, that'd be great." She goes. Uh, I need a topic. I need to get this out. We're going to get this out to my to my tribe, to my people. And my mom had just visited, and my mom's 83 years old, and she's amazing and totally mentally with it and everything. And I was like, wow. So she's interacting with her grandchildren and having fun. And I'm like, everyone should do this. Everyone should be able to be this healthy at that point. And I asked mom, I'm like, what are you doing? She said, well, everything that you tell me to do, I socialize, I exercise, I eat polyphenols, I take Atrantil, which is all polyphenols. I do everything that you say. I get my sleep, and I clearly it's it's paying off. And so I was like, oh, I'll just do it on longevity then. I just said longevity. Just kind of threw it out there. Mm -hmm. And she's like, that's a great topic. Everybody's talking about it. Well, then I bit off a, a big chunk. And I taught myself so much about the microbiome and longevity that I'm like, wow, 
we're sitting here in an era where all this information exists. Nobody has any time. They're being fed the information either through social media or through mainstream uh, media. I, even mainstream media is probably less than social and these podcasters that are out yeah, there. Yeah, probably. So when I finished this talk, I had learned so much and so much of it was new that nobody has discussed. And I went to a meeting, a scientific meeting two weeks ago. This is like the, a few days before I'm doing this webinar. And one of these esteemed professors, he's got a lot on his plate. That's great. Came up and he said, you know, ultimately we need to move beyond probiotics and start talking about how to manipulate the microbiome. But unfortunately, there's no science on the microbiome. And in my bag in this, I've been working on this talk for now for like 10 days. I'm like, there's so much science and you're not discussing it. This is a forum where we can sit there and talk about that. I had 183 articles from the year 2020 to 2022 on anti-aging and uh, your microbiome. Spoiler alert, don't let your microbiome get old or you will get old. So the best anti-aging movement is actually your microbiome. Yeah. Whole separate talk, but that's a great example. You and I try and sit here and say we try and stay on top of it and everything, but I didn't even get on top of this until I was forced to have this deadline to start looking at it. So couple everything that you just did and that you just put together and then think of think of this of whomever your favorite reporter is that comes on television who says that they are the science or the health reporter for that designated station and more than likely they've they've taken you know a journalism or an english class or or majored in something like that and then they've taken a seminar on how to report on health topics or how to report on science but they still don't necessarily understand how to dig through that information to put together a webinar presentation like what you did. And you feel like that you weren't on top of it. How in the world could an editor or a producer for either a paper or a television show know that their health reporter is on top of it to present that to y'all when they've only got three minutes to, to give you a, a, a teaser so that you want to stay tuned to give you the facts that matter and really, in the end, it's it, it's just no way that they're keeping up with what I'm with what I feel that we should be doing if we're going to be doing a service to the audience at GCP. Yeah, absolutely. Which is why I'm just so impressed by an Andrew Huberman podcast, the Huberman Lab. I get that he has a team. I get that. But man, clearly the guy is just wicked smart. Yeah. And goes through the science and goes through what exists out there. And oh, Gabrielle Fundaro, which is how I found her and I reached out to her initially, she's one of the chief scientists for examine.com, which is one of the chief places that Andrew Huberman goes all the time to make sure that it's backed by science. So Gabrielle Fundaro, chief PhD at examine.com, I did her webinar, she's coming on our show. It's like now we're starting to put the pieces together. Yeah. So we're able to be a little bit more nimble. We, we are not, um, I'm sure that Andrew has a whole path that he's going and he's got a team and a, but and it's just you know it's just you and i yeah and we have fun with this and so like when we say we're going to have a uh dermatologist on let's just say derm yeah let's just say dermatologist and somebody asks a question well what's the research show on this and that i think that the future of this is going to be look um you're coming on the show in, next week i found some articles because remember we have our secret weapon angie cook who can always find the, the most up-to-date <laughs> articles and we can scan it in the Mendeley and we know what's going on. The Mendeley is the repository of all my journal articles. So we have everything here. Send that to our guests coming on and go, okay, we've gotten a lot of questions about this one particular thing, whatever it is. What is your thoughts on 
um, nutritional supplementation in somebody who's been diagnosed with melanoma? Great question. Not my field. Let's find out. Bring a dermatologist on. And what I found is, because I have a dermatologist that um, is my patient and I'm her patient, and she has discovered recently the functional side of dermatology. Mm and the functional side of gut health fixing the skin. So I'm like, you're coming on. And she's super smart, stuff like that, where we can start expanding this and start teaching each other and having fun doing it. And with And just seeing where it goes. And it's going to involve, we just want to interact and get everybody interacting with us so that we can expand this and do more. And I'm super excited. And I'm super excited to see like on the locals part of it, we'll be able to get pretty graphic on surgeries and things. Okay, show me exactly how you're doing this. With Tony, I pulled up a hemorrhoidectomy and I was like, whoa, I did not <laughs> expect it to be that graphic. Did not. And I'm like, okay, this is the, we, like, now we have to have warnings and stuff. But when we do the other um, locals, which is we can just have un, you know unfiltered content. Be like, all right, everybody, here it is. A little, this might get a little graphic, but that's why you're here. So Yeah, it's a, it's a membership for freedom, really. Yeah, Yeah, a membership for freedom. Yeah, exactly. So um, I'm really excited about that. A few of the topics that we're going to get deep into longevity and anti-aging. It's one of the things that because of the talk I had, uh, because Baby Bathwater, our um, uh, entrepreneur group, is asked that I look into a little bit of longevity, be on a panel with a few other people. I've become very excited about that. And I feel like that that is something that we can extend everybody which does include topics which many people are not familiar with, but if you've ever heard of it or are very confused, we're going to get way into it, like peptides. Oh, yeah. The science of peptides. We've got some experts that want to come on and talk about that. We've got some really cool biohacking stuff where uh, we've got a few experts that have some pretty good ideas. And then we've been contacted by some really cool people. Um, Here's an example. This is... The food marble. So if you're watching on YouTube, I'm just holding up a small box, a very elegant box, digestive breath tester. So this company out of Ireland called Food Marble, they have developed a really cool little personal breath tester for both bacterial overgrowth, hydrogen and methane, and or food intolerances. Mm -hmm. Super cool. So the CEO, Angus, and his sister, Claire, the PhD, they're going to be coming on. And this is just one example of using this kind of technology to both help my patients, but to make you understand uh, what exists out there. So we're being contacted by people like this. Yeah. Super excited to start uh, working with companies like this and seeing how we can help each other. We'll be able to collect data and see how to affect us with different supplements and stuff. One of the cool thing about Angus and Claire, beyond them having such a cool product, is they're really, really passionate. They're really, really passionate about helping people find what, what their triggers are, what it is that's not allowing them to live their best life. And it gets back to a theme that we've, we've kept with the show, which is if you're going to have a long lifespan, have a good health span. This is one of the tools that you could utilize if, if uh, GI issues are, are one of them. And they're, they are, they're dedicated to making this product both for those who it gets prescribed to and those who wish to purchase it, a meaningful device that would help guide someone to, to real relief. Yeah, and we're going to have them on. We'll have codes so you can get discounts and stuff. But if you don't want to wait till they actually come on, they, they gave me a code so that all of our listeners can get a discount. It's Dr. Ken B. Oh, yeah. So you can put that code in. Get, I don't I remember how that. much it was. I don't know. They're, they're, they're brilliant. The Irish, they're super smart like well, that. 
Yeah, they're out of Ireland and they got fantastic accents. So whenever we zoom with them, it's very entertaining because there's always that eight hour difference. And so do you wonder if they if they say, man, we love working with them because they have fantastic accents. I think they listen to us and go, they sound like buffoons. <laughs> How is he a doctor? They don't even eat potatoes. I can't even do an Irish accent. I don't even know what that was. <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> And then, you know, our love of CBD, that has gone even further. We are working with some incredible scientists out of Colorado looking at different uh, versions. We're not just stopping at CBD. Now we're getting into the science of things like CBDA, CBG, CBN. You're like, oh, that's crazy. I don't even know what CBD is. I know. We're like going beyond that. We're going to be able to help develop some products or at least give the science out there so that people can be informed. This is really exciting. We're going to head into an area that if you have autoimmune disease, if you have inflammation, I believe that between everything we're doing with longevity, with cell health, with and then incorporating the endocannabinoid system, this podcast may end up being one of the one of the great, you know, longevity cell health overall um, health span type podcast, not lifespan, because there's a few of them. David Sinclair has his out there, but this yeah. is health span. We want you to live your best life and have fun and interact. And one of the reasons why we're really excited is that one way that all the blue zone people live longer is community. Yeah. We want to make this a community. Definitely. Well, I think we've got a lot on the table, our new table. Yeah. Did we talk about the sign yet? Ooh. I don't know. Yeah. We did, didn't we? Yeah. yeah it's a really it, cool sign. Yeah, was, I don't know if y'all heard this story. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, Gut Check Project episode 69 is just to explain where we're going to go, but it would be so much better if everybody interacted with us. At KBMD Health on Instagram is probably the easiest way. Uh, we have Delaney now answering some of those questions, and then we can do Ask the Doctor that you can ask, why don't you have uh, somebody that's an expert on this on, and we can do that, we can reach out. We've got all kinds of avenues to go, and this is gonna be super exciting. And I can't even tell you how many articles I have stacked up that are really either bizarre, funny, fantastic, they're, they're new. I'm always on updates on everything. I'm reading articles and I just have, uh, just I'm like, we gotta talk about that. When are we gonna talk about that? I'm yeah. gonna do this. So this is super fun, exciting. New studio. Eric's got a new shirt. Yeah, brand new shirt. <laughs> and no matter if you're watching this or listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, uh, YouTube, Rumble, wherever you're having to consume this message, know this. Go to kbmdhealth.com or gutcheckproject.com. They essentially go to the same website and sign up so that you can get our newsletter. Sign up so that you can get the updates on what a new show is released you only have to do it once we will not spam your inbox we typically won't send you more than one communication per week but that one communication will have updates on different things such as the latest news in health the latest news in health span and more than likely our latest episode or two depending upon who we have visited with and uh, basically just keep your communication open between us and you so that you get value out of our show and we know that you're still there and if you are dealing with a health issue and you're not getting your answers we are in the field of medicine we are not your doctor but we will be able to back it up with science in an anonymous way 
and hopefully give some information that can help you a little bit. That's also something that I want to do when uh, I'm noticing that when we do Ask the Doctor episodes, it's very, very specific. People are asking one, and I have to say, this is what I have done with my patients, not necessarily what you need to do. Always talk to your doctor and all these other things, but it's just an opportunity. It's another forum, and this is what makes podcasts so great. They're, they're genuine. They sometimes don't go as planned, and it's, it is what it is. But Yeah. Do we have to do the disclaimer? I think I just kind of did the disclaimer, okay, didn't good. I? I don't know. You know. Sounds pretty good. We, yeah. just, we, did, we just disclaimed. We're not claiming anything. Yeah. But you, sh- you should totally sign up. <laughs> All right. So uh, that's what we're talking about. Episode 69, moving forward. Super exciting. Please share this with friends and family. The more people that we get involved, the more people that we can help as a community, Definitely. the KBMD health community. That's, the, that's really the whole goal. That's how this whole thing started. So uh, thank you all so much for being with us. For episodes one through 68, this is 69. We're going to head to 70 and uh, get a get a good thing going. Yeah, absolutely. And share with us anything you want, unless you don't like the sign. Just keep that to yourself. Yeah. And uh, why don't y'all vote for the next color shirt I go and buy? On my way over here. <laughs> That's what we should do also. It yeah. should be like, you should just have, since I will wear the same thing going forward from now on, but everybody gets to determine Number what color one, shirt you want. That are. is complete BS. He will not wear the same thing every time. <laughs> And secondly, go ahead and tell me what color shirt I should pick up and I'll see if I can do it. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Get Check Project is back. That's right. See y'all then. Let's do it. That's a wrap for this episode of the Gut Check Project, and we appreciate you for being a part of it. Be sure to follow us on your favorite platform for podcasts. You can find the GCP on Locals, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Rumble, and more. And you can always check out gutcheckproject.com to find all episodes and interact with the show. Tell your friends and family not to wait to get Gut Checked.